Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast that explores Christian faith and practice and journaling. From a Reformed <laughs> Baptist perspective, my name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jimmy Fowler, executive pastor at Redeemer Fellowship. I got... What is that? Got, What's that noise? I got a piece of uh, tobacco stuck on my tongue from my cigar. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, uh, bad timing. Yeah, that doesn't sound good. Um, I guess I could just pull it off with my fingers and place it into a a napkin or something, but uh, I just, I just do that. You decide, yeah. Like, puh, 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 puh. Just did, I did like that. <laughs> How you doing, man? I'm good. How about yourself? You're still, uh, still doing some house hunting. Still doing house hunting. Is, yes. Is yes. it fun or frustrating? Or um, both? it's a bit of both. Yeah. 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 It's a bit of both. Um, I always thought, I always find it to be exciting, right? Cause it's like, Oh, this is fun. But then there's a lot. I've, the ratio is more frustration until, until you find the right one. I feel like. Yeah. Um, What's the worst part of house hunting? My wife. <laughs> <laughs> this is not all access, Jimmy. Oh, I mean, that's the best. You said the best, best part. part. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. The best yeah, part. best yeah. part, oh, my wife. Obviously. Yeah. Obviously, mm-hmm. my wife. No, uh, no, nah, nah, it's good. We just have vastly different mm-hmm. styles, right? She doesn't see the need for a, the Hello Pad uh, on top of the mansion. <laughs> and she's like, that's just too much. Why do you need that? You're yeah, like no, emergencies, she, babe. Yeah. You know, I don't know. She likes more modern you know, modern, clean lines and very uh, clinical. Mm-hmm. Sterile. I, sterile, mm-hmm. right? Like I like I like the dark wood. You know, I like mm-hmm. more warm. I like stone brick. Uh, I like classic, you know, mm-hmm. uh, like a classic estate. Yeah. I guess the best way to put mm-hmm. it. Yeah. You know, I follow this account and they have like Mansion Mondays. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, what's the account? Probably... Uh, American mansions or I don't know how okay. I, I'll look on Instagram right. but something like that anyways and then I follow other accounts like you know for Italy and stuff like that like but anyway uh, nonetheless are you on, you're on bougie TikTok aren't you I'm, I'm you're on bougie TikTok that's all right that's okay <laughs> whatever I'm on yeah and you know and so I, yeah I like I like that kind of classical mm-hmm. estate yeah have know. a moat yeah I want a yeah, moat you want a moat I want a moat That'd be good you know uh, so so yeah yeah we have different and, and I also value like so like, you know, we want a house that's really open mm-hmm. for hospitality, right? Yeah. Like we want to invite people in. We yeah. want people to come and enjoy and uh, just especially people from the church. That's really a, a big thing for us. Mm-hmm. But I also want it where it's secluded. Right. And lots of trees. You don't want the pop in. You want to welcome people. You want to that's invite it. them I, in. Yes. No pop in. I want no pop in. Yeah. I don't want to see my neighbors. Unless. I invite them that, over. That's when they're that, allowed. That's fine. Right. But I want enough trees mm-hmm. and enough land in between. Drawbridge up. Drawbridge yes. up. Yeah. And so, so yeah, but no, I, it's fun. It, you know, the negotiating part is fun. So I, we're in a position where there's no rush. Right. So I don't feel like. You're comfortable at home. So I'm comfortable yeah. at home and I'm fine. Like in the current market today, because of the rates, mm-hmm. right? houses are going fast, right. fast, fast. Uh, but I don't feel the tension to force anything. Right. So I'm kind of working on one right now that I could take my time because it's already been three years. <laughs> That's it. sold. So I'm like, and I know why it hasn't. And so right. I just sit back and wait. And yeah. So this is Michael Jordan's old house. Is that right? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I am not looking at Jordan's old house. Okay. That has not sold. For, that one's been like 10 years. Actually. Yeah. Is it still in the market? Mm-hmm. I know it wasn't selling. That's the problem. You invest, like, you, and you're rich, like really rich. And you buy that, if 
that house is going to be hard to sell in Chicagoland. Well, it's, you know, it's not like, that. Like, here's the, the thing. So when people build a house and they, 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 they build it custom. Mm-hmm. And yes, it's beautiful. It's gorgeous. But guess what? It's custom to you. To you. Yeah. Not custom to me. Mm-hmm. And so there's little things and, and even things with the one house I've been looking at. Just like, it's beautiful. It's great. But I'm gonna have to spend a lot of money redoing yeah. some of this. Now, yes, the it's well maintained. Mm-hmm. You've done a great job. Nothing against the decorator, who's your wife. Nothing against it's actually it's quite nice, but I still have to change it's it. It's not me. you or it's, it's not, not me. Because okay, I'm Michelle. Yeah, and yeah. um, but it's got the property that I like and it's yeah. got the seclusion that I like. And it's in, to find that sort of land and privacy that I want right. and stay within 15 minutes of the church, right. it's hard to find, yeah. you know? Cause everything else is like, I can find that perfect house, but it's, you know, 45 minutes out. Mm. I'm like that, I'm not doing that. That's that, for us, the value you, we've set a limit of, mm. we must stay within 15 minutes of right. Redeemer. So, uh, but this is not the last house you were telling me about the one you're looking at. You're like, that one's out. That's not that house. Okay. Now that house was uh, it, very nice on the inside, very good. Uh, I could make it work, uh, but I have to put a lot of trees. Oh, you that, don't want to be pa- planting trees, no. No, if I had to, but still, yeah, like you get a house take cheap. forever. No, 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 no. Well, no, stop. If you get if you get a house cheap enough, right? You're looking at twelve, twelve. You know what? Never mind. I'm not even doing it. All I'm saying is, like, <laughs> I said, it's fair for I'm, trees to grow, and I know you can plant. Uh, that's exactly, growing trees. I, I, I've done it with I, the village of Winfield, so, yes, and so. some of them die. And some of them don't. Yeah. Don't know, but they're, I, I, at least I don't know how it was for you guys, but I know for my neighbors, when they did that, any ones that died, they came replaced. Oh, that's good. Because that's, that's, that then is a planting problem. Yeah. Right. And so, but I'm going through my head like, I, I don't want to give numbers. Okay. But, anyways. So it's all right. Everybody knows, Jimmy. Everybody knows. Okay. You're, you're, you're going to buy like a $5 million. That's uh, not true. Again, okay. First of all, if okay. I, if I'm I, sorry, 4.9 isn't five. Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> Stop it. If I wanted to spend that much, I, all I'd have to spend is 1.5 and be neighbors with Donnie Wahlberg. Yeah. But I don't want to be neighbors with I him. want you to be neighbors with Donnie Wahlberg. I'm not spending that kind of money. Oh, but, how much fun we'd have hanging out with Donnie Wahlberg. He's not hanging out he with us. He would hang out with me. He's not even hanging out with We're from the street. We're the same, he and I. He doesn't even hang out with you now. But he would if he saw me at your house. Anyways. Okay. I'm not going to move in by Donnie. For those of you that are not yet all access, you missed out on a great conversation with Daniel Ritchie on human worth and suffering, as well as what is a Christ-like attitude. Here's just a little preview of what you missed out on Banter of Truth this last Tuesday. See, what I love, Daniel, like it, just hearing from you and, and, and in our brief interactions in the past uh, and what we see online um, is you really exhibit this, this Christ-like attitude, right? And that's one of the things that have, uh, has really, I guess, <clears throat> uh, one of the things that Joe and I really uh, value and, and admire uh, about you. And so while many are emphasizing truth and and contending for the faith, some seem to have forgotten about kindness, compassion, um, and and grace. How, in the midst of this, then how how would you define a Christ-like attitude? Oh, man. Um, You know, I I think it is one that, uh, you know, like like you guys have have had Dana Ortland on before. You know, I I think it is that, that gentle and lowly spirit. It's that, it's that recognition, you know, one, one of my favorite stories in the Gospels is the story of Jesus and the blind man in John 9. And, um, 
And, and as soon as the disciples see this guy that's blind, they go, hey, Jesus, who sinned? This guy or his parents said he was born blind. And Jesus just stops. And said, it, it wasn't that this man sinned. He, w- he was born this way, like he was born blind, mm. so that the works of God can be displayed in his life. And then G- Jesus goes on to heal the man. But I think just in, in just even that, that one verse that, that we get, that one glimpse that we get in the, in the early part of John 9, you see such a kindness where Jesus just stops and he affirms the worth and value of this man mm-hmm. when the disciples did not see it a- at all. And, and you see so many interactions with that, you know, where, where Jesus just comes across either, either the demoniac or, or guys like, um, Zacchaeus or, or even Nicodemus, there was such a, you see the Lord taking time to not only affirm people's worth, but then to point them back around to the hope that he is and that he was about to be through, through his work on the cross. And mm. I, I think for us, there, there is just such a vital aspect of it matters how we preach, but it also matters how we we go out to eat with with our wives it matters how we interact with people at the grocery store at the gas station like i'm i'm a vessel of god's glory and grace and and if i hem that in to just when i'm inside the walls of my church or when i put on you know my quote-unquote pastor's hat then then i've missed the example that i see in christ that literally everywhere he went and every person he interacted with was an image bearer mm. and, and is one who could be adopted into the family of God. And so I think for, for us to be, to be people, to be leaders that are truly missional, that are truly Christ like, it's that every day is a missions opportunity. Everywhere I go is a missions field. And that the, the love and, and the kindness and the grace of Christ ought, ought to be manifested in how I interact with every single human, wherever I am. We were going to talk about journaling today because we, we've talked about it in the past, but we've gotten a lot of requests. Could you just cover journaling, do an episode on journaling? And we thought, yeah, we'll do that. We'll do like a beginner's guide. Beginner's, beginner's guide. guide to journaling. So if you're already journaling, then, you know, listen to this and then give your advice in, on social media. Tag us in and be like, hey, um, here's what I do. Here's some tips and tricks. We're just going real basic. How to get started? You you uh, you would be surprised how many people, um, even in the church, were like, "I want, I'd like to try to journal, but I don't even know what to do." So this is our beginner's guide. Beginner's guide. And if you're if you're gonna start, you got to start at the beginning. You got to have the products, man. You got to go. you got to got to figure out how you are going to record this stuff. How you're going to get it down? Because mm-hmm. journaling means words that you've got to put some words together and get them down either on paper or digitally. And so there's, you know, there's different ways of doing it, but you first got the lighter. This one's dead. Yeah. You want to use mine? Yeah. Okay. So you got to figure out, um, am I going digital or am I doing paper? Right. Uh, Am I going to use an iPad? Am I going to use a computer? Am I going to type this stuff up or am I going to use a stylus, an Apple pencil, or am I going to go old school and use a journal? Now, in my case, you know, I'm I'm stuck on this. I've been doing this a long time, but uh, I've used Moleskin in the past. They have a good thing. But uh, the Lecterm 1917 has been something that Jimmy and I have used for a long time mm-hmm. now. And uh, it's a great sort of, uh, you know, medium size or some people call it large. It depends on the, the product. But I think it's A5. A5, yep. Yeah. And it's a, it's a good journal that uh, it doesn't take up much space. I use soft cover, so it's a little bit thinner and uh, bends a little bit, but still stiff enough to write on if I'm using it on my lap. The thing I like about the Lecterm 
term is that uh, the pages um, are numbered and it has an index in the front that's blank that you can fill out and then associate topics with various pages and it has a pocket in the back. Um, very nice, good paper and you can get, you know, lined, blank, you know, grid or dot grid. I like the dot grid. Yeah, same. So and I use the dot grid because it allows me to see lines in a sense, right? These dots uh, are in a row. So I can write easily in a straight line without there being lines breaking up the page. And then the dot grid also allows me to space things out if I'm sketching or, or drawing something. Mm -hmm. Now, mm -hmm. but Jimmy, you've switched. You've, you've it, ditched. I've ditched the lectern. I, I have. You ditched and switched. Now, it took me about a year and a half to make the change. And I was doing you know research online watching videos uh bougie tiktok well no it, it was actually just a lot of like moms and crafts okay <laughs> that's good but it was because i wanted to see how they're because i'm not i'm not that craft person i'm not going to sit here and do all the drawings and the right. colorings and all that stuff um but i wanted to see kind of what it could be used for why did you want to switch from from the the simple lectern journal to what you're using now so two things um one, I felt like I wasn't using the whole page. Right. So the width of it, right? Uh, what's different about, like I've been using now what, uh, what's called a traveler's notebook. Um, it's, it's the same height as that, but the width is just slightly. So it's not, it's not half as wide. It's more than half. It's like what, maybe uh, three quarters? Three quarters, yeah, yeah. yeah. So a little quarters over three quarters so wide. Just a little bit more narrow. It's a little bit more narrow, but the big reason why was I was finding I was if I tried because I, I have to have everything in different lanes, right? Like it's almost like it for cooks, mise en place. Yeah, everything has to be. You know what I'm talking about? No, it's OK. It's, it's a saying like, you know, you have to have everything prepared and in its place. Let's just say everything gonna, in its place. OK, you don't have to say mise en place. OK, I'm just, no, thinking, no, I'm just so bougie. No, anyway, OK, go you ahead. Have everything prepared and ready uh, uh, and everything in order. And so for me, having one notebook was becoming troublesome. How do you get, how do you find stuff in there? If how do you find stuff? It all because for me, it's not just, so what I use my journal for is it's not just, not just, but like I have my, my, my prayers, I have my study, I have my tasks, um, and I can't, and I have my notes from meetings. Right. So I can't just can't have one notebook. I can't have one notebook. And then you try to take a notebook and you divide it into sections, but one section fills up first. So then now how what? do you, yeah. now what? So now do you start a new notebook and keep, now you have two notebooks until the other sections fill up. Right. You might even get to three notebooks, right? Uh, or you then abandon all those blank pages and start a whole new book for yeah. all of them, right? And so I switch because you have inserts. So this is a, a it's like a leather journal cover. Correct. That holds and four is that how many it, you got it can here? hold up to I've had four in here and, and it bulks a little bit. So right now I've got three. OK, um, but it's it's by Midori and it's called the Traveler's Notebook. Uh, it's very simple, very nice, but it's it's about the inserts and you can get inserts from anybody. Uh, and you you because that's a reg that's a, that is a, a regulated size or whatever. Correct. Like you can buy that. Correct. And those are thinner. So that's not that's what um, like I think the Moleskine calls them Kaye journals. It's, it's a thinner mm -hmm. journal. But you've got three of them in there. I have three of them in there. Yeah. And so um, all with a different purpose. So for me, I went with Midori and then went with different inserts based on different needs. Uh, and from there, that's now how I keep right. it separate. And if one of them fills up, 
you replace that one. Yeah, you you archive the one and replace it with a new one. I like it. And you keep going with the rest. Yeah, it looks good. It looks good and it looks super functional. And that that's really important is, you know, to say like you got to have the right products, you know, you have to know what you're doing, like why why you're doing it. Like what's what's the whole purpose or or plan that we we, we talk about. And so um before before we get into that, so you want to have you want to figure out are you going to what are you going to use? Yep. What kind of journal? Digital paper or whatever. Yep. And, and if then, you're going to do digital, mm-hmm. uh, which is fine. So I do do some digital work as well. And that's more for uh, when I'm taking care of PDFs and, right. uh, and marking up some drawings for for specs and plans. Uh, I use GoodNotes. I find GoodNotes 5 to be fantastic. And that's for the iPad. That's for the iPad with the Apple with the Apple Pencil. It's, it's hands down great. And I still use that. Sure. So so even in here, in, in, sorry, in the Traveler's Notebook, uh, because that's always with me, it's in my back, it fits in my back pocket, which is great. Um, I will, especially as bivocational. So I'm, I'm preaching tomorrow. So if I have like an hour, I'll open this up to one of my sections that, right. I, that I've dedicated to it. And I'll, I'll pull out the Bible and I'll read the passage and I'll start marking notes mm-hmm. right here. Yeah. And I'll, I'll do it all right in there. But then later, uh, like today, it's all going to go on to my, you transfer my iPad. To I transfer it to my iPad uh, to sort of work it all out and then preach from that. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. So you got you to gotta have what you need. And you know, if, if, if you're going to be writing right with your hand, uh, figure out what you like to write with pen or pencil. And mm-hmm. actually, I mean, some people don't care, but most people I find... Uh, enjoy writing more when they find a writing utensil that feels good. Yeah. Right. And that doesn't mean expensive. It just means, do you prefer gel, uh, gel ink, or do you prefer uh, a fountain pen? Or yeah. Uh, you know, the Lamy Safari is a great yeah. um, introductory fountain pen. Just get in there and find out. I like a mechanical pencil. That's what I use. But- See, I got, I got delivered here today not at my house. I now have uh, an add on to this. So I have a pen loop. Yeah. Cause right now I've been stuffing it on the inside. Sure. Or stuffing it on the side here, yeah. you know. Yeah, you got to show me that. All right, so uh, you got to have the products if you're going to do it, and but it can be super cheap. You can use anything, right? You can literally anything. just you get a spiral notebook. And but get that Lamy Safari fountain pen. You don't that's need a, that. that's a really good one to start with. You don't, uh, for pencils. Yeah, no, I'm just saying if you want to get into that, go with that. Yeah. If you want to go with uh, pencils, you know, uh, the Blackwing ones are. are yeah, if you like a, a wood pencil, yeah, a nice wood pencil. Um, I find the black wings to work really well, yeah. depending on which one. I like the 601. I still yeah. have boxes of that. In my yeah, office. I like the Pearl. Uh, those are great. Um, the mechanical pencil that I use is the uh, the Carry uh, mechanical pencil, uh, 1971, same design since 1971, and uh, not expensive at all. But then I get better lead inserts or graphite yeah. inserts from Japan that are softer and write, um, write a little bit darker. All right, let's talk about a plan. So you got to have your gear but uh, your, your your products are that you're going to use are going to largely be determined by the plan. Like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Like, Jimmy, you're doing a bunch of things, so you need a different kind of journal setup. Um, so there, and some people just don't even know, like, what do I do? I don't, I don't, I need somebody to tell me what the plan is. And so there are different ways that you can journal. Um, most simply, uh, and what I've done mostly in my life is just Bible and reflection. So I read a passage of scripture and I begin to write down observations, questions, uh, thoughts, 
conclusions, application. Basically, what we do is we wind up using a Bible study method that we created called Ransom. And we'll mm -hmm. link to that in the show notes, but um, uh, I think it's ransombiblestudymethod.com. We'll get you right there. But uh, it's just free. You can download that for free. And it's a way of reading scripture and then um, interacting with the text to get the most out of it. But Bible and reflection, that's a, that's a common one that people use. Yeah. So for that one, I have an insert in here that mm -hmm. uh, I know we like, you know, you talk about the dotted for this one. I actually like blank. I like blank pages to do the the Bible and yeah. reflection. So I find that works really well. Um, you can also then record just your thoughts of the day, mm -hmm. you know, actually like as a pure, I guess some would call that a diary. Diary journal. Yeah. yeah. Diary journal. So yeah, I would just do my, my, you know, reflections of, of the day, what was happening, what was going on here, just some of my thoughts, maybe my feelings mm -hmm. uh, um, to kind of, for me, sort through why I react sometimes the way I react. And it's good to look back to see, you know, some of the circumstances that, yep. that maybe helped trigger it and then to be able to avoid uh, unhealthy patterns of behavior. There's also um, some journals that you can get and it's basically a year long journal and it has only a few lines for every day of the year. And it's, mm -hmm. it's, it's meant for a very brief, like, just simple statements about something that happened uh, on that day. And that's a, and you know, some people that I know have gotten like their grandfather's or their great grandfather's uh, journal like that. And it's just really interesting. So yeah, figure out, you know, thoughts of the day, diary type style. You can also do guided journaling and guided journaling means that you're using another resource to guide you through what you're working on. So um, like you could use something like the Apostles Creed and say, okay, I'm going to journal through my interaction with the Apostles Creed by looking up really scripture. Uh, you could use the Westminster Confession or the 1689. And there are actual guided journals that you can buy out there. Most of them are bad and not very good. Mm -hmm. It's already put together and it's got all the stuff in it. Some of them I'm sure are good. I haven't found them. So if you use one that you like a lot, be sure and uh, link to it in, our, in our social media and share it with us. So um, you know, we can learn more about that as well. Um, prayer journal. You know, yeah. I like to, at the end of my, like, you know, I have my devotion stuff in here at the end of that. I like to to jot down some prayer points mm -hmm. or uh, during uh, community group, write down prayer requests. Yep. Um, and then I, I can keep going back to it and, you know, checking it off when it's been answered or reminding myself to follow up with yep. an individual. Uh, so even then it's good because I also use it as like a task, task and calendar, but not full calendar. Uh, because that's always digital. It's just so much on there. Right. Uh, but like some of those extreme things or uh, a lot of birthday stuff, anniversary things mm -hmm. that I want to remember um, and have sight on. But I will then move, you know, uh, something from my prayer journal of like, hey, I, I need to follow up with that individual. I'll move it to my task insert um, to remind me to follow up with them next week on it. Right. Now, is that your bullet journal? Is that what you call that? Uh Yes, bullet journal. Yeah, yeah. so that's the, the method. The, the, the yeah. Use. So I, I move it in there uh, to remind me to to follow up. But right. then I'll even go to the calendar insert in and go to the next week and mark something on that day. Follow up with so and so. Right. Right. Yeah. So this is this is what's important, right? Is what is the purpose of your journal? And you know, a, a, like a prayer journal, uh, you're just gonna. It can either be a list of prayer requests or it can be written out longhand prayers. Um, or whether it's, you know, a, a combination of things like Jimmy's doing. I mean, I always carry a, a, a pocket journal in my back pocket uh, that I use for quick note taking, jotting down ideas that I'm going to unpack in my regular journal. So I do have a, a second journal on me at all times, but, um, but that's more for like, you know, quick 
sort of quick use. Um, nothing that I'm gonna, usually I don't write that stuff down uh, in this, uh, in the larger journal. Um, all right, and then if you're starting out, you know, you got the products based on the plan that you're using. Uh, there are some basic principles that we think are, are helpful if you're getting started. Um, and one is, and this is not for everybody, but I think for most people, establishing a time and a place where you will do your journaling on the regular mm -hmm. is really good. Whether that's one day a week, five days a week, or seven days a week, whatever. But if you know, like, this is the time and this is the place where I go to do my journaling, you know, you can, whether you put that as a part of your devotional exercises or whatever, uh, that's up to you. But establishing that helps you to get into a rhythm, uh, gives you something to look forward to, gives you something to be thinking about, like, oh, I need to, I want to write this down or I want to get this into uh, my journaling time for later. Uh, it makes that habit become, it makes this ritual become more of a habit, right? Something that you will do long term. So I think that's one principle, which is, um, establish a, a, a time and a place routine wise. Yeah. And I think start small is another one. A lot of times people yeah. just jump right into it uh, and they have this big grand plan. And yeah. then when they don't do that plan, uh, then they feel like they failed. Yeah. When maybe you bit off more than you, you know, than you could chew. Is that it? Bit off more than you could chew? Chewed yeah. more you can bit? Yeah. You bite off more than you can chew. Bite off more you than bit, you can chew. You bit it off. And now, you now can, it's too big. Can't chew it. God. Just hanging out of your mouth. Yeah. yeah. So they chew as, as much as they can bite and they just struggle with, they, they feel that way. And so, so part of that then is, is start small, yeah. but I'm going to add to that yeah. is don't be afraid to readjust. Yeah. Cause constantly you're going to have to readjust how you do what you do. Right. Mm -hmm. So like, again, at the beginning I said I had four in here cause I thought, okay, these four things, but I had to take one insert out because one, I felt like it was too bulky and it was too cumbersome. But then two, I'm like, it, it's not working. It's not working well right. and it's distracting from the purpose of this for me. Yeah. And so because this thing's open for me all day. Yeah. All day. This is like, I mean, yeah, I have send, a pic, send me a picture of that and we'll put it in the show notes. Okay. So, yeah, it's, it's open for me all day. Uh, it's with me all day. Um, and yeah, part of my routine is I, you know, every Sunday night I'm looking through every morning, I'm going through the day, uh, every, at the beginning of the month, I'm looking through the calendar for the whole month to see what tasks need to be done when, mm. um, and, and so you have to start small and readjust as you go to fine tune it to what you want it to be. It's funny because, you know, you, you see what somebody else is doing and some doing something really good. And you're like, I want to do that too. And so I've, I've been tempted to do Jimmy's way. Um, which, you know, I, I may wind up trying at some point. Again, it took me a year and a half because I, I am not one that like, I'm like, this is working. The A5 is working imperfectly, but it's working. And then I'm like, it just, it took me so long to yeah, pull the trigger. But the thing is, is like, I, I'm tempted to, but I would be slow to do it because more than likely I wouldn't, it I wouldn't work for me. You just because mm -hmm. it works for one person doesn't mean it's going to work for you. You got some of you guys are all digital apps and all that, and that's great, right? So we're really just talking to those people who are interested in journaling. And I would just say this: in all of your journaling, if you're a Christian, and whatever you're, whether you're just doing bullet journaling, just to organize your tasks and projects and everything, always incorporate prayer. Make yeah. prayer a part of your journaling habit because whether it's work related, family related, it's your private spiritual disciplines, whatever. It's all spiritual. It's all related to you following Jesus and the good works that he's laid out before you to walk in. So make sure that even if it's not a prayer journal, that your journal is covered in prayer. Mm -hmm. That's got to be the, uh, I think, the, the key to, to making 
sure that you look at your journaling as a part of your your spiritual life. Mm -hmm. Because um, like I said, even if it's work related, uh, your work is what you do for the glory of God five days a week. Yeah. So uh, cover, cover it in prayer, man. Well, we'd love to hear your thoughts. You can follow us online on Instagram and Twitter at Doc and Devo or on Facebook slash Doctrine and Devotion. You can head to the website, DoctrineDevotion.com. They can contact us. You can sign up for the email blast at the store, JoeFoStore.com, and grab some gear. First part every Monday and Thursday, blog posts uh, and video content are over on the website. We got that all access exclusive content uh, just for our exclusive listeners. Head on over to DoctrineDevotion.com slash all access. Later.